0: blog talk radio good day hempsters this is your hemp entrepreneurial host tyler hemp with hempware radio it's a beautiful sunny day in california i hope the sun is shining wherever you are and if it's not hopefully it's shining on the inside well we are going to focus on what's most important in the world right now and um on this show, we're, we're talking about hemp seeds, hemp farmers, and uh, make it at hempen. Um, this is where we put emphasis on what's most important to you. Uh, what is your dream? What is your purpose? What is your mission? Well, no matter what it is that you do, who you are, what you're doing in the world, <coughs> we're here to encourage you to do one thing with hemp. Our goal is to assist you in overcoming the challenges you've been having with hemp at this time, and uh, we aim to inspire you to continue following your highest visions and dreams. Uh, today is March 11, 2017, as we're broadcasting live. And you also might be listening to a recorded version of the show. But either way, thank you so much for your awareness. Thank you for your time. And ultimately, you're investing in yourself. By listening to HempAware Radio, I commend you for continuing your education and being humble enough to keep learning about the essential benefits, value, history and future of cannabis hemp i'm committed to creating a global paradigm shift in consciousness with this show and all the content the products and services that my team and i are putting together uh, for you with hemp aware so i'm here to inspire educate motivate and uplift you to utilize cannabis for your clothing your food your energy uses healing and ultimately what i see is uh this well imagine a world where millions of people are living in healthy, hempy homes made from sustainable materials that are friendly to the environment. They're extremely efficient, long-lasting, and quite simply, um, they're very you know, easy to build compared to other methods. So picture these same people working for companies who we believe in, and we have a deeper sense of purpose while working with these companies. Well, this is just a glimpse of the world that I envision each day. And I want to inspire you to see your personal best vision for yourself and the people around you. So, on this episode, I'd like to introduce you to a, a, a longtime farmer and now hemp advocate, uh, someone who I just recently was introduced to. Uh, he's a certified hemp seed distributor. He's doing some really amazing things, has some crucial knowledge on hemp seeds, hemp seed distribution, organic uh, seeds, certified seeds, and the like. So, uh, his name is Corey Sharp. And he is sharp, uh, that
1: is.
0: He's got some uh, really great background knowledge and experience to bring the hemp um, seeds to the market. So that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. And uh, if you or anyone you know might be interested in farming industrial hemp, you're going to be stoked to learn about some of the things that we're going to discuss today. His company is hemplogicusa.com. And uh, we'll get into some of their stellar products and services today. But um, before I, I bring on Corey, I want to remind you that you can listen to any of the archived hemp episodes on the iTunes podcast library. Just type in the word HempAware. You can also visit HempAware.com forward slash radio. Also, if you have any questions or want to bring any people onto the show or have topics that you want us to cover, email me at support at HempAware.com. And without further ado, welcome aboard. Corey, thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to talk about hemp seeds with you today. Thanks for having me,
1: Tyler. Um, It's been been a week or two trying to get this thing done. Uh, (laughs) Our schedules are busy. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I
0: know. We were having some technical difficulties with computers and internet, but that's the way of life. So we just keep moving forward. It is life. It is life. So tell our listeners a little bit about your background, your history. Um, and ultimately, how you were led up to working with industrial hemp, and, and maybe share with us how long you've been working in this industry so far.
1: Well, it's, it's my 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 uh, time in the hemp uh, stratosphere here um, is, is kind of short compared to some of you guys. Uh, but I mean, not quite a year ago, Washington State where I where I live uh, was trying to push forth a, uh, a hemp bill and uh the governor decided that he was going to veto it and i got really upset about it and i said damn it i'm going to go ahead i'm going to plant some seeds anyway and i contacted the rep who was trying to push forth the bill and we contacted him and um yeah short long story short they ended up be uh re um not vetoing it but they ended up overriding the veto putting the bill forth and uh the process of the rule building and everything, which is just, uh, it's, it's such a, as anybody knows, anything to do with the law and and in hemp and in any kind of, uh, stativa plant, it it just gets so convoluted. But anyway, um, Mm -hmm. we, we went and started looking at, you know, and, and speaking with you, uh, was, you know, what's the one thing that we could do? Um, my partner and I, uh, Sat down and was like, okay, well, if we're going to get into hemp, what, what, what are we going to do? And and I, it's a funny story. We went to a networking event just this last Saturday, and uh, after the main speaker spoke, I, I got a chance to speak about my company. And I said, how many of you, getting into hemp, realize they went down a rabbit trail and they looked up all of a sudden after many hours of being on the computer and they got 20 bookmarks open. And everybody yeah. raised their hand. Um, exactly. And that's, what, that's where we were at. And I think, you know, you and I had a little bit of a chat about that. Um, mm. Just trying to find one thing that uh, you could focus on. And being a farmer, my background is uh, I grew up on a farm, and, and my partner, he's farming now over 3,000 acres. Um, you know, the farming background really kicked in and was like, well, if we're going to do this, you know, but we need to, what first thing we need to do is the seed. Um, you do a little research on the Internet, there's not a lot of seed. Um, and, and the states, and then going back to the, the, the law part of this, the states make it very difficult, or some of them have. Um, we're fortunate enough The Washington State has done a really good job of building a, a hemp program uh, trying to control Uh, the seed that's brought in. And and I think there's probably some of the the listeners out there that are like, well, you know, I've got a friend that has a friend and and, um, we've got some seed. Well, okay, but when you're looking at it on a farming level, when you're putting in hundreds or thousands of acres, you can't do that. You have to have a a very uh, precise and very um, – what's the word I'm looking for – it, it, even even seed. I mean, you, you, when you put it in the ground, you want it to to grow uh, the way that you expect it to grow. It's been very difficult. Exactly. Um, you know, Washington State just now got their um, their DEA license. This last this week, which is mm. uh, I think I don't know if I've spoken to you about that or not, but we just got our DEA license, so we're able to import seed from anywhere in the world. It's very cool. Fantastic. Oh, that's a major breakthrough. Yeah. So, you know, I don't, um, as far as, um, you know, my background, it's, it's farming. And I think, uh, yeah, you know, trying to touch on both sides, because I think Tyler that, you know, where we're coming from is from a farming, like a true, you know, we've actually had to, our company has actually had to back off, um, you know, uh, if you're not going to be farming or if you don't have, you know, hundreds of acres, it's, it makes it very difficult. And I think you can probably appreciate that is there's so many people out there and, and it, uh, we don't want to say no to people's dreams. Um, that's not, that's not our intention. It's just, it just becomes too big. Um, Yeah,
0: it really, (laughs) yeah. You have to look at the logistics and see the feasibility of it. I mean, it's one thing if, if a farmer wants to, um, grow, you know, several thousand acres compared to someone who's just experimenting and wants to throw a few seeds in the ground. Is, is that kind of where you're coming from?
1: Yeah. And, and that's, uh, you know, I had, and I'll give you, and, then, and there's another example of that, that networking uh, sh- thing that I went to this Saturday, uh, this last Saturday. Um, a gentleman came up to me and he says, I said, so what do you, what's your, what's your thought process on hemp? And he said, uh, well, I want to process. That's hemp. And I said, well, okay, so what does that look like? And he said, uh, he kind of got a blank look on on his face. And I said, well, are you going to buy a decorticator, a small one, and put it in your garage?
0: Mm-hmm. Are you going
1: to then have uh, bales of, of hemp fiber dropped off in your driveway? And his eyes just kept right. getting bigger and bigger. I, I, you know, <laughs> and I think, you know, <laughs> but people, they want to get, they're so passionate about hemp. And there's a lot yeah. of people. I mean, uh, Joy uh, Beckerman is, is a gal that's just, she's been doing this stuff for 30 years. And, mm-hmm. um, you know. Hemp Ace. We, yep, Hemp Ace. She's great. She's, if, if, and I, okay, so taking, let's just use that as an example. You know, people are out there and they have 20, 20 bookmarks uh, open on their, on their computer, but yet they still haven't quite found that. What am I going to do? How can I be involved in, in hemp? I would recommend going to somebody uh, like Joy. Um, you know, she does charge. She does charge for her time, and her time is very valuable. I, I can hardly get her on the phone. Um, mm-hmm. And but I think if, if you're really serious about getting into hemp, um, there are opportunities. You don't have to. You don't. And this might be sacrilegious, but you don't have to grow the plant to be involved Not in at hemp. All. And oh, I think that's a all. mis that's a mis that's a mis uh there's some some misinformation out there that um, and I'm getting this and I'm only saying this because I get questions from people all the time. Well, I only want to grow in my back. I just have this little plot of land, and I and I want to grow hemp for grain so I can make soap. Okay, Smart. well, once, once again, what does that look like? Um, how are you going mm-hmm. to get the grain? How are you going to press the oil? And then where are you going to mm-hmm. store the oil? Why not just source out a oil supply and make yourself?
0: Exactly.
1: You know? exactly. And so I'm really seeing that in my, you know, I, I've been only been doing hemp now for just a little under a year. And uh, being a serial entrepreneur, you know, like I said earlier, I don't want to say no to anybody, but... It uh, just becomes mm-hmm. time. My time just gets just. It's amazing. Um, you know, mm-hmm. so you know. Right now, right now, our company is uh, scheduled to plant. Uh, we we topped it off at 200 acres, and and I'm mm-hmm. sure there's some. Oh my gosh, 200 acres, and and that's only the first year, and the farmers that we're dealing with have tens of thousands of acres. So. You know, we're we're Mm -hmm. ten farmers, ten farmers, and there's at least probably twenty thousand acres between all of us. Um, Mm -hmm. But we've really just whirled it down to 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 two hundred. Why is that? Somebody would say, well, why not have a little disaster than have a massive disaster?
0: Yeah, especially Um, in the beginning.
1: Yeah, so we've been we've been uh, advised by all the seed companies that we're importing seed from to know where we. want to be part of that. Uh, if you're going to do something right. like 2,000 acres, we don't want to be part of it because there is just mm-hmm. a chance of it going
0: sideways. Uh, so what is but, your plan when the seed gets in the ground and 120 days later, uh, approximately three or four months later, you guys are going to go out there? Do you do you already have all of the tractors and uh, harvesting equipment or are you planning on separating the seed from the, from the fiber? Are you what are your main intentions and what are you growing for? Is it mainly just for research, or are you guys actually planning on producing product to sell?
1: That's a that's a great question because as you start, we I say we're building a cart, and we we when we started it, we found the seed, and then we found the people who want to be involved with it. We have a whole research program. And so now we're going to be importing the seed and now we're going to plant the seed. Well, then it would, it became apparent that, Oh Lord, what are we going to do? Um, our company has, uh, my partner owns a, uh, seed dryer. Uh, they use it to dry their corn. Um, mm-hmm. and so, and they have the, the storage facilities that are just sitting there. Um, so we have the ability, uh, to, uh, dry down the grain. And, and this is another uh, misinformation that people don't realize that when you harvest this grain, it's harvested green. It's harvested in the 20 mm-hmm. percent twenty percentile moisture content. Well, that, that has to be dried mm-hmm. down in a very short period of time. If you don't, yes. um, it will go rancid on you. Uh, yes. So, and I think pe- a lot of people don't understand that. Um, they just think, oh, we'll just grow some grain and harvest it and put it in a, container and you know um so we have the drying facility already we have the storage facility we have and that's where the a lot of this 200 acres comes into play because that's our limit on storage yeah. uh, without having right. to go out we can obviously rent some storage but that's not what we you know, so that that falls right into that 200 acre uh category and then um mm-hmm. just this week this has been a very interesting week Tyler. um so just this week it looks like we're going to partner with another gentleman. He is actually leaving to Europe on Monday. Uh, he just came. He just come from Europe two weeks ago. Uh, he's heading back on Monday after our conversation to actually purchase a decorticator. Wonderful. So that change. Yeah. So that changes. Um, you know, that 200 acres now gets cut up. We're going to start looking for some. Uh, well, he has access to fiber varieties. Um, -hmm. so we're going to start, we're going to plant some varieties of, of, uh, fiber and, Mm -hmm. uh, go from there. So, you know, we, we have, it's all kind of come together this last week. We had the seeds, we had the seed. Now we're looking at the fiber. Uh, you could ask the question, well, then what are you going to do with it? Well, you know, we, we have, we're in contact with a guy who's wanting to get into the import export business. You know, there's, there's another avenue for people out there that, how can I get into hemp? Well, if you're good at marketing yourself, if you're good to talk, talking to people on the phone, start making phone calls and start, you know, you start talking about millions of pounds of hemp seed at five Mm -hmm. cents or 10 cents a pound profit. Well, you know, you've made yourself a pretty good living there. Oh yeah. Um, You know, so this gentleman's, he's got, he's, he's got some access to some people in in Korea and, and Japan and, He's working those he's working those avenues. So uh, us being able to dry our grain and put it into storage gives us almost a whole year to find a home for that.
0: Right. Absolutely. You
1: know, and as far as <laughs> the go ahead.
0: Yeah, no, you can finish that thought as far as the
1: decortication. Oh, the decortication goes, you know, his thought is is look, let's get the decorticator here in the States. Let's get it up, you know, get it yes. you know, put together and uh, let's. No matter what we do, we're going to run something this year, um, and then you know. So once again, we're going to have all this byproduct. We're going to have it all broken down, and we're going to need a home for it. Um, yeah. It's. Then you just start going into the the rabbit trail of well, what do you do with all this uh, raw broken down hemp product?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, it's crazy. It's just literally, I, and that's the only thing. I, it's absolutely crazy, the amount of uses that this plant has. So it, it, it's, oh, it, it's 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 really, yeah. i got to tell you, Tyler, it's super exciting to be on this end of of the of the hemp market, um, mm-hmm. because it's it's pretty. I, we've 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 shrunk it down to one focus,
0: and it's Good. it's really exciting. Yeah, we got to really get exciting. laser. You know. Hemp, the hemp industry has a history or kind of, um, you know, uh, I guess, a, a, as we started off our conversation, it is so easy to get sidetracked and, you know, disperse your energy with all of the opportunity. I call it hemp opportunity overwhelm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, there's overwhelm as it is with, with the level of inundation of information, data, you know, Facebook, social media, advertisements, you know, banners, things that we're seeing on a constant basis to be distracted. So to throw hemp into the mix, it's, it's like you said, going down a rabbit hole that just never ends. But my purpose at Hemp Aware is to help people get super laser focused so that whatever it is that you do, like yourself, Um, with with these certified seeds which is what we're going to get into next you have found that one thing that you can do and that's why I feel like there's a lot of power behind what you guys are up to and I'm so excited to see it come to fruition Um, and on that topic you know so you guys are bringing in certified seed let's talk about the distinction between certified seed and feral seed or wild seed or you know just standard hemp seeds that are kind of hodgepodge coming from different areas people are throwing them in the ground they don't know the names of them what's the distinction between having a certified seed or you know these other types of seeds that are not
1: well here okay so i think as somebody that's into hemp and they're listening to the show it's like okay so what am i going to be producing am i going to be producing something to just for myself and you know where do i fall in the hemp market you know um, the story, and I don't know if, if anybody knows this story, but there's uh, four or five years ago when Colorado was the first first state to open up hemp. So there's a gentleman there that uh, he went around the world and he contacted everybody that he could find find on the in the world to uh, buy their hemp seeds. And he just bought mm-hmm. small amounts, and he bought seed from just anybody if they said it was hemp, he bought it, and he put it all into a bucket. And then he went out into his in his little garden plot out there in his backyard, and he planted you know an acre of of hemp. And then he harvested those seeds, and then sold them. Uh, well you can imagine the different varieties. He had marijuana, you know, marijuana had made its way into his seed bank. Um, and so he had this he had these thousands of pounds of grain that he was selling for hemp seed. Um, there's a story of a guy out of Cal- Cal- California that spent four hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars on hemp seed, only oh to have to till it under because it was hot. He, well, yeah, in in the industry the, that is well now that is well known now as Colorado seed. Uh, they just mm-hmm. call it Colorado seed. It's not good for Colorado, in um, and, and they're fighting that uh, as well, but. What happens is that because hemp, the true hemp certified seed is uh, is very hard to procure because you're bringing it across uh, uh, United States borders. Um, there are, mm-hmm. I guess, Colorado is the first state to actually have bred its own, you know, uh, orga- not organic, but bred its own. In, certified in the United seed. States, seed, yeah, certified seed. Right. Um, I don't know old. a lot about that. I don't know a lot about mm-hmm. that. Um, but going back to okay, so when you're when you're trying to get into hemp and you're going, well, I need seed, and some guy, hey, hey, I got I got 50 pounds in my trunk. You know, you meet somebody at a at a networking event or you go to a, a hemp, uh, hemp 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 uh, expo or something. You know. Be really careful about about that. Uh, There's, you know, the states have really kind of screwed this up. Some of them have. There's a state of Maine is not, is not too, uh, has done a pretty poor job in my opinion. Um, They've allowed a guy to corner the market. Um, He Hmm. bred he brought in seed to Maine illegally and then did the exact same thing that gentleman in Colorado did. Only he had a, he went to Colorado and bought this seed um, but then they mm-hmm. gave him they gave him a market they gave him a corner to market. He's selling seed for a thousand dollars a pound
0: well oh, my
1: and, and people in Maine have really no recourse unless they want to be illegal and, you know and then there's mm-hmm. the licensing and so, so you really have to you know this is something you jump into because there's so many things that play into this. Um, yeah, I got really angry when I found that he was charging a thousand dollars a pound. Um, oh, we're, that's we're, gonna, we're looking at, yeah, you know, we're looking at six dollars a pound, um, and and we think that you know even then, but we're dealing on a on a larger scale, so it's a little different. But yeah, um, right. you know, there, there's a gentleman in in Oregon who is he had twelve thousand pounds two weeks ago and he's out. Wow. And and uh, cause I was going to buy some because we didn't know what Washington state was going to do. And we were going to actually mm-hmm. grow in Oregon this year. Um, but, right. but he went through 12,000 pounds at $20 a pound. Now, $20 a pound. My, yeah. So uh, the Oregon market, this, there's going to be a lot of hemp grown in Oregon this year. Um, oh, yeah. But then again, you know, it's, it's like, I'm, I even asked him I'm like, gee, many Christmas, $20 a pound. And he goes, you know, hey, until this gets, you know, I don't feel, I don't feel bad about it at all. And I'm like, well, Mm -hmm. okay. You know, once again, he wasn't selling it to people who were putting in hundreds of acres. He was selling it to people that were putting in five. Um, A little different. experimental crops. Yeah. So, you know, um, I would, you know, anybody out there wanting to grow hemp, if you go to, if you go to the website, if you don't mind a plug here, just, if you go to the website, HempLogicUSA, and you'll go to the um, the certified seed page there's there's literally a page there that breaks down certified seed from the actual foundation they call it foundation seed and breeder seed and, mm-hmm. and then yeah. it's it explains to you um, what you want to look for there it, there needs to be tags on the bag i mean if you're not buying mm-hmm. a 50 pound bag of grain or seed a certified seed yeah. something's not right um
0: mm-hmm.
1: y- because you can't you can't you don't know what it is and Mm -hmm. what you don't want to do. And and for those that are, uh, you know, going to be planting seed on their home property, if you're growing marijuana and for some reason, you know, they test it or you didn't go through the permitting process, like, you know, you're being a rebel, which I'm totally for, but if you, if you not bought a certified seed and you end up planting marijuana, well, now you've just, you have a whole backyard full of marijuana uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with something like that. Um, so on that on that note, let, let's discuss.
0: You know what is what is your take on the idea of classifying industrial hemp as separate from the cannabinoid, you know, THC rich varieties of of cannabis? I know okay, we've discussed so
1: this. Before. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're you're gonna light me on, or people are gonna want to light me on fire. <laughs> This has, caused, this has caused more chaos in my world um, than really any other topic. Um, as, a, mm-hmm. as an industrial farmer, as somebody that's going to be doing thousands of bakers, um, the cab- cannabinoid, the CBD market, is one that um, in Washington State, they've separated it from industrial hemp. Right, wrong, or indifferent. Right. Um, I don't know the politics of it. And I don't want to get into the politics of it. All that I know Mm -hmm. as a farmer, it makes it easier. Um, And that's really, you know, um, some people would say, you know, and that's a big, Tyler, that is a big deal. There's some people out there that, like I said, they're going to want to hang me and torch me. Um, I get it. And and we've had this conversation off, off air was, look, if CBD was only being able to be produced from industrial hemp, I would be absolutely 100% on board with trying to get it. You look, it has to be included. It has to mm-hmm. be included in industrial hemp. But because you can actually produce CBD from a marijuana with higher THC levels than 0.03, it, it's kind of it makes it easy for me. And like I said, when you're doing hundreds and or thousands of acres, it's it makes it easier for me to say, well, let's separate that. Um, and there's a lot mm-hmm. of discussions about CBD and, you know, is it a schedule one? Is it, is it not schedule one? And, and, you know, um, can we produce CBDs from industrial hemp? Well, of course you can. And people are doing mm-hmm. it, you know, in Kentucky, but uh, another thing, and mm-hmm. this is going back to the, well, what part of the industrial hemp market do you want to be in? Keep them keep in mind that there's these states that have been doing CBD now for a couple of years, they figured it mm-hmm. out. And they are producing yep. a lot of oil. Um, oh yeah. There's big There's big boys doing this, and so oh, yeah. if you're if you're saying, well, I'm going to grow, you know, I'm going to grow my backyard with CBD plants and then sell the CBD plant material. Well, be really careful um, mm-hmm. because you know you you're going to be growing the these plants and you're not going to have a market because it's not needed. Um, it's mm-hmm. the, the market is being you know, being saturated, saturated at this point. And you know, so mm-hmm. the law and the market, there's all these things. And I you know, it's like I'm sure there's some people out there going, Oh, well, that's kinda where I wanted to go and you know once again it's the research part and if there's no there's no shame in asking for help. And and people yeah. like Joy Beckerman are good in yourself. You know, it's an it's an email to you and, and you know what lead you where should I go? You know, give me some give me some direction because
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's it's um you don't want to you don't want to go down a rabbit trail that's not going to make you money.
0: Yeah, no, we've got to make this lucrative, and for the people that are in it just for the fun of it and they're not wanting to make a living, that's perfectly all right. There's the artisans out there, or there's the craftsmen, or there's people that are just kind of end users that you know, want to make stuff, that's great, but as far as making a life out of it and really, in my opinion, transforming the planet and making change, it requires change. And, and, you know, that's why they call it change. When you go to the store and buy something, you get your change back. So we're literally using that coin. We're using that change to make change in the world. And I feel that hemp is that bridge. It's that way that we can influence the economy, the ecology, our our. The way that we live in our homes, the way that we live our everyday life, I feel like hemp is something that will literally influence every single aspect of our lives, including our health, you know, including um, wars around the world, you know, preventing wars, things of that nature. It's, it's so much more. So the more people that get into it, not so much to make money, but knowing that it is an extremely lucrative industry uh, if they do it right, You know, that's what we're encouraging and and supporting people that have a a higher dream and a vision and a purpose and a very clear why as to what they're doing. And it's not just about making money. Um, I I feel the momentum and I'm very excited about this. Um, so, So with that said, what are the services and products that Hemp Logic USA is providing currently? And if somebody were to contact you or a farmer were to contact you today, how could you help them you know, move forward in their business with these certified C's? What would be the process?
1: Well, it, it depends on what state you're in. Um, each state has their own. And, and uh, Hemp Logic USA is has, is more on the farming side of this thing. If, if, you have, if you're a large farmer and you want to learn about producing hemp on an industrial scale, this is where we would come in and help you. Um, we, believe it or not, I mean, we're still just, I mean, it's this just touching on what your last little segment was, you know, it's industrial hemp is in, we're in the very fetus stage of this industry. Um, so, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it, when you say you're taking, you know, and for the world and everything, it's, it's so new, um, but mm-hmm. going, you know, uh, so going back to, you know, if you were to contact me, um, and you lived in Washington state and you wanted to just get into the gardening side or, or, you know, if you had 10 acres or 15 acres, you um, our research pilot program is kind of, it, we've kind of closed it because we just, we don't have room for any more, but it doesn't mean that you can't uh, participate in the Washington state uh, program. Um, there's licensing and all that stuff, uh, but I can help you get seed. Um, once again, you don't have to go through Hemp Logic. You can, you can import your own seed, but I think you'll find that it's very difficult to find or have anybody even talk to you unless you're buying uh, Ten thousand pounds. Massive
0: quantities. Yeah.
1: Yeah, massive quantities. It, yeah, it's it's just a you know, and even then, it's just dip, super difficult to get it into the states. Um, we will have a breeding and research program uh, beginning this. We're going to try to get it going this year, at some level, and then really hit it hard with all these these uh, seed companies this following in 2018. Um, Excellent. You know, yeah. So. You know, farming. If you're into farming, we can, you know, we can help you, uh, lead you down the right direction, uh, and you know, we have contacts with, for contracts, contacts for contracts, for hemp and or fiber and seed and grain and and that kind of stuff. So, uh, that's where Hemp Logic USA has really started to uh, find its footing is, is in the farming market. Very good. So being that you're in the farming market, you've
0: gotten through the loopholes, so to speak, of importing certified seed, what were some of the challenges that you guys have had to overcome at HempLogic USA and, and you know how, how did you overcome those challenges?
1: Uh, getting people to talk to you you, mm-hmm. you have to you know they get so many immune, mean, and I know this because I'm starting to get the, the amount of emails that I'm sure these other people that have been in business for quite a while are getting um, Mm -hmm. that you get the, you get the the people that are wanting to grow that, that just that little portion of grain so they can make soap and they just don't have the time. So you get, when I inquire about that, it's I'm lost in the, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm lost in the, in the emails. Um, I couldn't Mm -hmm. even get phone calls back. So I had to go. Right. And I had to go out and find people and I'll use Joy Beckerman again and use somebody like her to con, you know, put me in contact with people. Um, it's all about who the hemp industry is very small. It is. There's a lot of, there's it a really very, there's a, there's a dozen names out there and they are the ones that are, have been doing this for 20 years. And then there's another yep. circle that are, it's a little bit larger. Uh, it's probably another 20 people in it that, you know, and then it gets into the the big mass. So, uh, yeah. Once again, you have to start asking questions. Um, you know, if, if mm-hmm. you were to send me an email, go where would I start? Well, that's perfect because then I can, you know, I can lead you or I can push you to you. I can mm-hmm. push you to Joy. I can push you to other people that are in the industry um, that are are wanting to help people uh, get get involved. So that was mm-hmm. my that that was our big finding you know we did have the, we had the hey hey i got 50 pounds of grain and i got 50 pounds of seed in my trunk we were down in oregon at some
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. hemp, hemp thing and literally this guy's like hey man you want, i heard you were looking for some hemp seed and he literally had 50 pounds of seed in a box in his trunk
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh,
1: i'm not getting no i'm not <laughs> no i'm not doing that no. so all right um, yeah well so, it's,
0: so on that note let's go a little bit deeper so sure. this whole thing about certified seed and, and why it's so important. So, to talk about the repercussions of these guys that are just getting seed from everywhere else. If they put that in the field next to a field that's certified seed, how would that how how would that be affected um, with cross pollination or like is is it actually going to kind of ruin things if guys are out there just throwing all sorts of seed in the ground?
1: What, well, I think that's a little bit of a, I think that's a little bit of a scare tactic. I think I, you know, um, if you had, if you have a certified seed and you have a a, a, a feral seed, but when you, let's classify feral, what does that mean? I mean, that, does it mean that it's marijuana? Does that mean that it's just a different variety? So,
0: um, I, I think if, you, if you're just, yeah, but, the the word feral I think essentially just means wild. So it's like you know, it's like ditch weed. You, you see a, a, a big old hemp plant out you know, in in someone's like ditch, um, and nobody knows how long it's been there. Nobody knows how long, uh you know, it's been around. They don't know what you know cultivar or variety it is. It's just kind of this it, wild. It's hemp mostly
1: plant. I mean I would I would say for me it would be a marijuana plant than a hemp plant. Okay. Um, you know, the, the concern of it cross pollinating, I guess, if there was a, a marijuana plant growing across the street in the ditch across from one of our fields, you could probably say that, you know, would it, it wouldn't affect that generation, mm-hmm. but it would affect mm-hmm. the seeds. It wouldn't, the plant itself wouldn't show signs of marijuana, but the mm-hmm. seeds from that plant the following year. Yeah, sure. Right. Would show signs of, of THC, and so you can't pass. And in, in hemp is, is classified as 0.03 or less. Yeah. So there's there's all these testing. So, you know, um, if somebody can't prove to you that you uh, that the the seeds that you're growing or going to be buying are tested and are below 0.03 percent, you you shouldn't buy it. Um, it's just not yeah. worth it. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. The market is starting to mature. The market is starting to mature a little bit. There's more, you know, this coming 2018, there's even going to be more access to seed because we'll have more access to seed. And and, uh, I see within five years, the industrial hemp market being completely, there'll be no borders where you can literally come to Washington state, buy seed and go to You know, go to Wyoming and
0: Kentucky or Wyoming. Yeah, exactly. You know, Kentucky's
1: got some Kentucky's got some breeding programs. Colorado's got some breeding programs. They're just Mm -hmm. a little bit farther ahead than we are. But Mm -hmm. we're planning on really hitting this thing hard and having a secure, uh, certified seed availability um, by the year by the end of 2019. We should have our own grain uh, produced in Washington State, certified. And uh, it, and that's another thing is that you know uh, coming out of Europe they have these dual purpose varieties you know it's mm-hmm. well when you do a dual purpose variety um, it, the, it's just have like breeding quality for, yeah. it's just like breeding a cow you know do you have a cow that makes milk or do you have a cow that makes beef well if you have a yeah. dual variety hemp you have a dual that does it make seed or does it make fiber yeah. at Hemp Logic we're literally bringing in only grain varieties grain and we're only bringing in fiber varieties. That's why. so
0: very well.
1: Be, yeah, because once again because of our farming and, and what we're trying to do if we're going to spend $1300 an acre just to grow mm-hmm. this, we have to mm-hmm. have the maximum amount of production of what we're yep. what we're producing. So, yeah um,
0: exactly. I Highest get a lot of that.
1: I do get a lot so of we that. Just have well, a- what about the blue varieties? Go ahead
0: yeah we just have a couple more minutes so I have just uh, maybe two more questions and thank you again for your time. I'm so excited to see what you guys are up to. You're really spearheading the hemp seed certified you know hemp seed market um, and so I, i'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how this is uh, coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. Let's get a little bit more into the benefits that farmers are going to be receiving uh, from investing in growing hemp you know particular particularly washington farmers you know obviously that's going to be the easiest uh, market to to work with and, and to see the most benefit what do you see in the next you know two to five years some some of the main benefits that that these farmers can experience beyond the profits
1: well i we're we're looking at um adding it as a second crop um what that means is uh, a lot of farmers will plant a Timothy hay, and then you, it's only really good for one cutting. And so they'll plant they'll plant this grass in the fall. It'll winter over, and then they'll plant, they'll harvest it in, in late April, early May. Well, that works great for us because once they once they harvest that grain or that that uh, Timothy hay off, gets baled up and hauled off the field, then we come through, and uh, and plant hemp. Meaning now, now he's double cropped, he's literally getting two crops for the price of, of one because the first crop, mm-hmm. the Timothy, paid for everything. And so, right. we're looking, we're really, we've got some people that are going to be doing that this year, and we're really excited to see what that is and what how that works out. Um, as far as uh, anything else, it's just a rotational put it into the rotation corn, wheat, uh, barley. Uh, alfalfa, anything, and just to add another rotation. Um, we're really looking. Mm-hmm. The research of this um, is really exciting to see what uh, what it does to the soil, what it doesn't do to the soil. Um, we're we're really excited just on the research side of this because there isn't a whole lot of research out there. Right on. Well, as a a, a parting question and to kind of wrap up the
0: show what would be an ideal scenario for HempLogic USA in the next, you know, 12 months uh, to to two years, what would you see an ideal scene or scenario for you guys as a company uh, and kind of, you know, the hemp industry as a whole? Well, I
1: think if anybody was interested, if there were some farmers or people that had land on a massive scale that wanted to get into hemp, and this would be in any state, um, grow some, grow some fiber or gross. You know, I can't transfer. I can't transport uh, viable grain across state lines, but I can mm-hmm. transport fiber. It's weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just mm-hmm. it's the hemp. Yeah. The laws are just crazy. But if you were to say, mm-hmm. well, what's, what does hemp logic USA look like in 12 months? I would like to see that, you know, I've got contracts with farmers all, all over West side of Colorado. um, mm-hmm. And we've talked and we've secured, you know, the seed for them in their state and they're growing uh, hemp for us so we can run through our decorticator. Uh, that would be right on uh, ideal. You know, and of course in Washington state, um, you know, we have the access to the, to the land. It's just uh, the markets, mm-hmm. um, which we've talked about before is the markets need to grow into, into this industry. Um, yeah. The, the, yeah. It's, so, Absolutely. Uh, you know, which is a $600 million import right now. The USA is importing $600 million worth of hemp products across international mm-hmm. borders. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a strong Mexico for uh, the herd, um, Mexico yep. market for the herd building. And, and so it's just amazing, you know, that, that damn rabbit trail will eat you a Yeah. Right on. Well, thank you so
0: much, Corey. I really appreciate what you guys are up to. Check out hemplogicusa.com, everyone. If you're wanting to get into hemp farming, uh, you want to get access to seed, particularly if you're in Washington. Give Corey a call or go go to their website, contact them, and um, let's make it happen together. Thank you so
1: much for being on the show today, Corey. I appreciate it. Right on, Tyler. Thank you for having me. It's been it's, this is my first show, and it's been interesting. I've I've enjoyed it. Be, I'd look forward to do it again. I'd like let's do that. Let's say that. Let's do it. Yeah. Right. In 12 months, we'll come back and
0: uh, give people an update on everything that transpired over the year.
1: That'd be awesome. I'd appreciate that.
0: So, right thank on. you for well, having me on. For, my pleasure. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. This is your hemp entrepreneurial host, Tyler Hemp with Hemp Aware Radio. Go to hempaware.com. If you guys need marketing services, branding services, logo creation, website design, or any other type of marketing services for your hemp company. We are so excited and happy to be of service. Check us out, hempaware.com, 805-410-4367. Make it a hemp day. Thanks so much.